0: Welcome back to another episode of Confessions from the Sidelines and Happy New Year. I'm your host Sarah L. Coward. I have another great episode for you today. But before we dive in, I want to take a moment to thank our partners. Prep Expert is an educational technology company that specializes in online SAT and ACT preparation. They offer full-length live online courses, on-demand video courses, one-on-one private tutoring, and more. They have helped more than 50,000 students around the world get into elite universities and win over $100 million in scholarships. They have tons of course options. One size does not fit all. They offer full-length live online courses, on-demand video courses, one-on-one private tutoring, and more. The best way students can learn is when they find a course that suits them the best. Head on over to Prepexpert.com and use the code SARAH300 for a free gift and discount. I love shopping online at thrive market thrive market is an online membership based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Enjoy member only prices where members save an average of $32 on every order. I love that you can choose your membership term. For me, I went with the 12-month membership because it comes down to $5 per month. But if you're not sure if Thrive Market is the right fit for you, you can easily give it a try for a shorter period of time. And remember, if you choose the Thrive Market annual membership, it is 30 days risk-free. Head on over to thrivemarket.com slash sidelineconfessions to get 20% off your first order and a free gift. Now, on to today's show. Today's episode is a special one. You'll get a chance to hear from my personal business coach, Whitney Abraham. Whitney was named the Confidence Coach to Watch by Yahoo in 2020. She is an expert in helping women build their confidence and adjust their mindset. If you have a student struggling with mastering their confidence and mindset, this is the show for you. Get ready to take some notes as we dive into today's conversation. Hello, Whitney. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Sarah, it's my life's joy to talk to you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So as we get started, I want you to just share a little bit about who you are and what you do so that my listeners know as we dive into this conversation, who
1: they're actually listening to. So my name is Whitney Abraham. I'm a business and confidence coach. No, I definitely did not get a degree in that. Um, I was laughing the other day about just how far from what I did in college I'm using now. But that being said, life is an evolution. So I work with women to help them build their business on the internet. And the reason why confidence plays into that is because so many women feel out of their depth. Like they are not qualified, not capable. Um, and they're just, they're really timid when it comes to going after their dreams. And my argument is if we can help women become the most confident version of themselves, there's just not a thing they can't do. So I work with women to help them make money on the internet to build their businesses and confidence is a humongous part of that. Oh my gosh. So, and I love that you
0: like bring that up because I think a lot of us even struggle identifying what is confidence. So if you could
1: give that a definition, like, where does that fall for you? Mm-hmm. trust. It's trust that you have not let yourself down yet. And you will figure out how to do this next thing that you're facing. If you constantly put yourself into a circumstance where you're doubting your ability to figure it out, you are breeding distrust with yourself. Mm-hmm. But you've never, when have you ever, you Sarah or anyone listening, when have you ever let yourself down so bad that there <sighs> wasn't a next right move?
0: Oh my gosh. I like that. Just like burns inside of me because I feel that so much. And knowing that that's, that's what we need to continue to strive for. And that's what we want to continue to work for. But why is it that so many people and so many of your clients too struggle with confidence?
1: Well, I think we're in a day and in an age where access to things comes freely and almost like at a water uh, boarded level. (laughs) And so they frequently leap, which is really cool. They leap, they go after things they want. And then when they do that, they realize... I am wholly out of my league here. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the skill set. I don't have the mindset, whatever that thing is that I need to be successful in this new endeavor that I just jumped into because the internet made me feel like I could learn to do it. Right. Yeah. They they really do feel like they're um behind the A-ball and couple that with the fact that we see what everyone's doing today, we have mm. such access into everyone else's lives. So not only are they feeling this anxiety of being ill equipped, but they're also watching other people who seem like they have it together. And that really doubles down in making them feel a lack of confidence in their business. Yeah, gosh, and you actually just said something too when you're we talking about that. It's like the
0: mindset of it. Mm. What how what is some of like the work that we can do
1: with our mindset to really help us achieve that next level of confidence? Well, I always say there's a, co- a confidence formula basically, and it's three equal parts. They're all important. You can't skip one. If you skip one, you're never going to get where you want to go, but it's, uh, and it's in order too. so it's positive self-talk mm-hmm. plus action plus repetition equals confidence. The positive self-talk part is really important. People want to skip it, but the fact of the matter is the way that you talk to yourself matters it really changes the way that you see yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, you're totally going to screw this up. You're totally going to fail. And then you take action. Chances are really good. You might fail. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you go into something saying, you know what, you're going to try your best and it's going to be okay. And then you take action, the outcome's usually better. So the thing is you can't just stop at one action because if you do, then you never really make true momentum and it never gets easier. Therefore you don't build confidence. So that's where repetition really comes into place because we talk ourselves up we rip the bandaid and do the scary thing. And then when we don't die, we go back and we do it all over again until we start to feel a little more confident in taking that one action. And that can be in anything in your life, whether it's skill building, whether it's learning skills in your sport, whether it's learning um, you know, processes in your academic work, all of that stuff, the same formula applies. Yeah. And I think that's something that I know a lot of students I
0: work with and the parents I talk to is, you know, their students are afraid to try the like the next big thing. They go into these exams and think, oh, I'm going to fail. And, you know, That is not positive self-talk. Like that's taking it to a whole nother extreme. So what are some examples of some great positive self-talk that we can really work on? And I'm putting myself in that category because I love hearing you talk about all these things Mm -hmm. that we can really do daily
1: to make sure we're striving for that next level of confidence. Well, here's the kicker with positive self-talk. It can't just be bull. It has to actually be real. Otherwise, you're never gonna take yourself seriously. So if you were to be like, you are going to start today's game, <laughs> but you don't know that for certain. That's like a dreaming affirmation. and I love that. Like, let's call that into existence by all means, but it doesn't help build our confidence. Right. What's something that you know to be true about yourself that you can reinforce? So here's a really good example. If I am trying to build my business online and I serve women and I really desire deeply for those women to be successful, I can say to myself, Your heart is in the absolute right place. And you really deeply desire success for these women. If it's true, I feel really good about that. And it's honest and I can believe it. But if it's not true, if it's something we really want to be true, but it's not yet, it doesn't work for us. So when you say positive affirmations and you're using it to build your confidence, make sure that you know, yes, this is the truth. I believe this deeply to my core and that will really help. Yeah. And I, I love that because I
0: think a lot of times we do project that out and say, like, I'm going to start the game or like, I'm going to ace this class. And we put this like really big thing that we think is going to happen. But yet, when we get into the nitty gritty of it, we don't actually say to ourselves, like, oh, I've been doing this work. I'm going to ace this class because I've been putting in the work every single day and studying. I've been meeting with my professors, I've been doing all the things.
1: Yeah. And that's like the positive slash negative of the what if statement, right? Mm-hmm. So, so many people, the natural inclination from a what if statement is to say, what if I fail? But the really easy switch here is, I have been working so hard. What if it pays off?
0: Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. Cause I think a lot of times, you know, as I think about the students that I work with, you know, they're like, what if I fail? What if I don't make the team? What if I don't do this? And when we can actually change that, And really say it in a positive manner. Here's what I have been doing.
1: So here's the next best thing that could happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the proof of you putting in the work goes, you know, it's hard to believe it, right? It's hard Mm -hmm. to believe that the outcome that you desire, you being confident, you being successful, whatever that thing is, is possible. But if you can show proof to say, and here's why I think it's possible, that really does bolster that deep inner confidence of like, you know what? It may work. It may not work. But I have shown up every day and I've chipped away at this and I've really made it a priority. And because of that work, I can feel really good about my efforts, which increases my confidence regardless of the outcome.
0: Yeah. And so how do people like, because I'm just thinking of students who are in this like mode of they're really trying to build their confidence. They're taking it to the next level. And then something really bad happens. They they do make a really terrible mistake. They do fail the class. How do people kind of pick themselves back up? Because I could see that really
1: being a huge roadblock for people and for our students. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course it's a knock to the confidence when we have a bad outcome, when we, I, I'm going to use this term so lightly, quote unquote fail. I mean, let's be honest. Is it really a failure? Cause again, you did not die. You did not die. You are still here. And chances are really good that there's always the next right move, right? Let's say we fail a test. What's the next right step? Can we take it again? How long do we have to wait? What reinforcements do I need to bring in on this, right? Let's say we try a new play. A new play. We screw it up. Didn't, you know, maybe the other team scores. Is the game over yet? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful because, you know, a lot of
0: times we think whatever, and I'm going to say quote unquote failure that happens because we know, like, is you're saying like, is it not, it's not really failure, (laughs) you know, because we can always
1: learn something from those moments when things just don't go our way. And that's a very simple mindset shift. Instead of thinking about things as like a win or a loss, start thinking about things as like the lesson that I learned. Because we take those lessons and we apply them to the rest of our life, right? So it's never a loss if we learned.
0: Yeah. I I mean, and I I just love that because I think a lot of times we get caught up in in the negative space and thinking like, oh gosh, all these bad things happen, all these things. But we don't really want to look past that to say, here are actually the positives. Here's what I can take and grow from them.
1: And maybe we have unrealistic expectations about how quickly we get to that place. I think it's okay for you to be like, man, I'm disappointed. That didn't go the way I wanted it to go. That's okay. I don't want you to just like skip that part of the process. I think that part's actually extremely valuable in bolstering your confidence. Because when you allow yourself to feel the disappointment, then you can finally get to that place of clarity in the aftermath. And you say, okay, that stunk. That did not go the way I wanted it to go. But I have the opportunity to show up and try again. And you can then start to rebuild from that place. So ignoring and pretending that you don't feel what you feel is sort of a a cocktail for disaster when it comes to trying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like sit for it in a second and like Mm -hmm. have the feelings, but then really look at it and say, Oh man, here's what I did learn.
1: Here's how I I got better. I'm not even going to act like I don't gamify the rebound part process. Cause I do <laughs> for sure. When I feel forward, I'm like, you've got a day, you've got a day and that's it. Or if it's like something small, I'll be like, you have 10 minutes and then I'll be like, yeah. what I'm going for 10. And then I'm like, okay, where was the lesson? Where was the positive? And f- like force myself into forward momentum, into recognizing the positive outcome in all of that. You know, and
0: I I love that, that you actually kind of say, like, here's the time frame that I'm going to like allow myself to sit in the negative or allow myself to sit in the disappointment. Because I think a lot of times as student athletes, like we may lose a really big game or we may have a really bad practice. And sometimes we need to sit in that moment. But the thing about it is the next practice is like 24 hours away. So we have got to really take a shift of what does this look like?
1: Yeah. And I mean, fundamentally, this comes down to, do you want to be the victim of circumstance in your life? Or do you want to be the hero? And mm-hmm. all of you all that are going after scholarships, trying to play, you know, on a field that's bigger than the, the, the peewee one that I would be playing on, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, if you're trying to do the thing. You can't, you don't get to be a victim. Oh, man.
0: That, like that, that's so powerful in itself, because I think a lot of times we take that on and say like, oh, this happened to me. This was the moment that it like, it like really got me down. But if we take that shift and say, no, I'm going to be the hero in this. This is, yes, we lost. It was terrible. But
1: tomorrow at practice, here's how I'm going to start to learn again. And I challenge that like happened to you or happened for you. Did you need that attitude adjustment in order to really step into the next level of who you are? Oh,
0: that's like really good because that even takes me to like, Oh, like you didn't get the D1 scholarship. You thought but you now have the opportunity to play a D2 school. like, And that's a totally yeah. different ballgame.
1: And who on that D2 team really needed you in their life?
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's good. So, I mean, and really changing that shift of like happening for you and not happening to you. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we live in that, like, oh, this happened today. This happened to me when I was at like practice or I was at a game and we don't sit back and go, oh, wait, this happened for me so that I can now take my game to the next level or take my academics to the next level.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more we allow the negative tape to play in our mind, the more that becomes the automation, which is why that positive self-talk is so important. Whenever whenever people want to just be confident in what they're doing and they want to skip the part where they really are kind to themselves and they almost treat themselves like a, a little kid, I get why that's not fun, exciting work. I get why that feels like a lame first step, but it is imperative because if your natural inclination is always to be the victim, always to be negative, then you're never really gonna feel confident or proud of the work that you've done or satisfied in your life, right? So if the ultimate goal here is to build confidence, what, what exactly do we wanna feel confident for? Probably so that we're happy, probably mm. so that we feel fulfilled. Yeah. That doesn't come from a negative mindset.
0: No, it doesn't. And I think that's where a lot of times we, we get stuck in this and we forget what falls under which category of positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's like, that's really, that's like really, I'm like thinking in my brain right now of like, what has happened in the last week that I could really start turning into like this positive self-talk to like
1: move me to the next level in confidence. Sorry to take you all to mindset church. Didn't know what you were signing up for.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it because I just, I think it's so important when, you know, especially now students are faced every single day, things coming at them because social media plays such a big role in everything they're doing that that negative mindset can hit you at every single turn.
1: And I got to say, I feel for the kids today because I was on the last wave of being in school before social media, like literally Facebook came out when I went to college. And so, yeah, so like, I didn't have the added pressure of everyone watching every move I made. And so today, these kids not only have all the same pressures that we had about succeeding academically, athletically, uh, you know, getting into great colleges, getting scholarships, all those things, they still have all of that, but they also have an audience, which is really difficult. So I feel for young kids today, and I recognize that that's an added hurdle that they have to navigate in order to maintain confidence right now. And so as we think about that you know with social
0: media how can students who like they have their goal on that athletic scholarship they have their goal on even going to a prestigious university how how can they keep their confidence in
1: check with
0: all these things coming at them from social
1: media this is going to be a not popular um, i know Response. It's called, it's, it's blinders. You moderate, you don't, you, you, and great news. Young kids are busy, so they don't really have a ton of time to be on social. But if you find yourself feeling like you're comparing yourself to your, you know, other teammates, because you're watching what they're doing on social, if you find yourself mentally putting yourself down and engaging in negative self-talk and that's happening after you've been consuming social media, then we have to set some really good boundaries around that. And I get that that's like the really lame ant thing to say, like, <laughs> I womp, womp. but quite frankly, our exposure that we were not, we were not made like this as people, our environment is evolving way faster than we as a species are evolving. We're not emotionally equipped to handle this amount of exposure.
0: And that's so good because I do think, you know, having those blinders, it it always reminds me of like a track race or a swim race when you are like you are head first. This is where I'm going. You're not looking left and right. Like your eye is on the finish line. And I almost believe that students nowadays have to really put that on and say, "Okay, I'm blocking these people. I'm unfollowing these people because this is my goal and
1: this is where I'm going. My literal favorite af- athletics meme of all time is Michael Phelps swimming in his lane head forward and the guy next to him just watching Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. Same. It's my literal favorite. Stay in your lane. Don't you be worried about what other people are doing. Don't you be looking left and right, your eyes on the prize. Yeah, oh, that I love that one too
0: because it it gives such a good visual on where you're going and what you need to do. And as I think about it, You know, Michael Phelps in that moment, I'm speaking for him. So if this is not true, sorry,
1: but like he had that confidence at the finish line. Like he was moving in that direction. His eye was on the finish line and the other guy's eye was on the competition. And when you take your eye off the goal and you put it on the competition, you're not going to win.
0: Yeah. Uh, And that's like so, so powerful in thinking about like having a winning attitude and that like having that coupled. With building that confidence and really seeing that come to light.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Wow. Okay. So what I know that you have had the opportunity to cheer on tons of women in your space. So as we think about it, um, because the podcast is called confessions from the sidelines, what is your favorite memory of standing on the sidelines and cheering people on?
1: Gosh, I am really fortunate that I, every day, I feel like my life is on the sidelines. Like, you know, call me a business coach, call me a confidence coach if you want, but really I'm a glorified cheerleader because I'm over here, like I'm over here clapping and hollering and shouting every single day. And when I have women that come to me in the beginning of our time together and they feel insecure, and they feel like they're out of their league, out of their depths, and we do the work to build that confidence, and they build something they're proud of. And then they go and they put it out in the world, and the world says, oh, what a great resource, and I get to be the one that's like the proud mom on the sidelines, like hollering, saying, I knew you could do it. I knew they'd love it, right? It is the best feeling in the world. And I would tell each and every one of you people listening to that, you know, find something that that gets you out of bed each and every day that's not just about you and you'll never live a single day of your life without purpose.
0: Uh, but I love that so much and thank you so much for joining us today and walking us through a little mindset training and building
1: our confidence. I know personally for me it was it was exactly what I needed today. <laughs> so, it's you. my joy and thank you so much for having me and I'm wishing all of you young kiddos the fortitude to know just what you're capable of and the willingness to go after it and get it.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Thanks again. Mm -hmm. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to head on over to your favorite podcasting platform and rate and review the show. And until next time, I'll be cheering you on from the sidelines.